We interrupt this program for a special report by WKMU. Staten Island, New York. Hey y'all, this is What Keeps Me Up at Night podcast coming at you live at 10 p.m. That's nighttime, right? Yeah, yeah, post-mortem. Post-mortem? Yeah, yeah. Is that... Wait, is that what PM stands for? Oh, no, no, post, post-morning. <laughs> post-mortem, oh my gosh. I don't even know if it's post-morning either. I don't even know. Okay, now we just sound dumb. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> let's just get into it. <laughs> Who are you again? I'm Blue. And I'm Sky. And clearly, we're all learning here today at the same time. <laughs> but um, yeah, so today, what we're going to be talking about is everyone's favorite movie. And if it's not, then you're a liar. Yeah, you're a GD liar. You're a GD liar. <laughs> or, well, you never seen it, because that's the only uh, way that I think that's even possible. I guess that's a possibility. If you haven't seen it, then you better pause this and go watch it. But come back, please. I, it's... It's important to us. Yes, because we put you on. Yeah, and then come back and join our discussion. <laughs> yes, today we're going to be talking about Mean Girls. Which is actually one of my favorite movies. I actually miss, uh, said it last week that, uh, that my second one was Lion King. It is in fact Mean Girls. Mean Girls is two. your number one? Number, oh number no, number two. Your number two? Back to the Future oh, 1. Oh, okay. Mean so Girls 2. Back to the Future, Mean Girls, then Lion King? I don't know. Lion King's losing steam as the time goes by. Oh, because like all the reboots. <laughs> no, I think it's just because um, such new stuff, you know, keeps coming out that it eventually, you know, oh, because like Lego Batman. Yeah, I would put that. Off the list. I might put that above it. But I feel like Wreck-It Ralph. All these movies about games have been really good. I didn't get to check out um, Super Mario or whatever, but uh, I want to watch that one. I hear really good things, and yeah. Yeah, so let's get into it. Then. Let's get into it, guys. All right, so for those who haven't seen the movie, which we all agree that's rare and weird if you haven't. <laughs> yeah, that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, so um, it's about this girl who moves here, America, from Africa. If you're from Africa, why are you white? <laughs> so, yeah, she's a white girl from Africa, I guess, or like, you know, grew up in Africa, moving to America and like learning the ways of America in high school. Being a regulation hottie. So yeah, she's a regulation hottie. So I guess because of that, everyone's attracted to her, wants to be her friend, wants to hang out. And then like the attention gets to her. Yeah, you get friendships made and then broken. Yeah, and like, so she meets these I want girls. my pink shirt back. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a whole thing. Revenge, popularity, math stuff <laughs> dancing that's social suicide yeah um yeah so we what keeps me up a night about this movie is like i feel like a lot of stuff didn't age well just like the sex in the city one and like but it's also such a great movie too because of like the things that went into it yeah i think it's funny that it didn't uh, like you say like it doesn't age well because of the content of the humor but I think the way they did it was smart enough where it's not offensive 
It's just pointing stuff out. Like the whole, like, oh, how can you be from Africa if you're white? Yeah, I think it's like, I really like that, And then, actually. yeah, she comes in and then she looks around and she looks like the only black uh, girl. Uh, I'm from Michigan. And speaking of North Central states, big shout out to Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, that one person has been great. Uh, I think it's Grand Rapids. So we know you're listening. You actually make a big part of our listens, so we appreciate that. Yeah, we want to like get to know you, I guess. Maybe even send you some exclusive stickers or yeah. merch. I don't know. Like, just you know, we just appreciate well, thank you. you. Thank you. You know, whoever you are, you're you rock. And hope Tell you have, hope you're having a good day and a good night. <laughs> Do you know that when Katie first sits down with the plastics? Oh, this is one of those trivia questions, and this is I think is a hard one. So if you're listening. Okay, you know, Scott get, has some trivia get on, questions. You know, yeah, get on the social media. Let her know if you got any of these actually correct. Yeah, we want to know if you learned anything from this because I know you're a fan. So <laughs> let's see. Let's hear this. So when K- Katie was uh, first in with the plastics, all three were eating the same thing. What was it? They were eating like a salad, no? No. Drinking Diet Coke? No. Wait, hold on. When she first sat with them? The first time when she's walking by. And um, um, that creep comes up on up to her and talks about a buttered muffin. Is your muffin buttered? What was the original line to that? Is your cherry popped? Oh yeah, that was crazy. That's a crazy one to put. Would in you there. like us to assign? <laughs> Would you like us to assign someone to pop your cherry? Wow, that was crazy. That yeah. was the first one. <laughs> well, they wanted to keep it PG thirteen, so they really had to change a lot of the lines. But um, yeah, like I don't the, know. They weren't eating. That's my final answer. They weren't eating. <laughs> no, they were all eating uh, baked BLTs sandwiches, but without Ew. the B. It was just lettuce and tomato. Ew. And a Perrier. That's nasty. Boring. Wait, what? That's that's absurd. I can't yeah. even believe how that. Do you, how did she the gain The B is the best weight? part of the BLT. Yeah. Well, I, I made a joke because, they, you know. <laughs> they're a bunch of bees they're already the bee they have the bee they are the bee so that's why they just <laughs> oh you know what tina fey probably did come up with that or like think about that yeah because tina fey came up with oh that was a good one that was oh i'm gonna have to edit that out all right it's like oh speaking of speaking of where did the word fetch come from fetch is it british well that's what they say <laughs> in the movie it's like slang from England. Fetching. <laughs> it's actually from um, what's her name? Tina Fey. She invented it as a way to keep the movie from outdating itself. Instead of using "oh, that's the bomb" or "that's dope" or "that's you know yeah. fat" or whatever your your nomenclatures are for yeah, your time period. That's hot. Yeah. So fetch, <laughs> and then when you hear fetch, everybody knows that's Mean Girls. That's Mean Girls. That's a good one. Yeah, like it never one. popped off. That never became a thing. But I like that it is a reference to Mean Girls, and yeah, yeah. You know, like if you say it, everybody knows exactly what scene and what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen this movie at least twenty times, and that's even before I met you. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've seen it. I wish there was a way for me to check, but yeah. <laughs> Actually, Blue got me a copy for I think our anniversary the DVD of Mean Girls. I don't know something. It was something. something yeah, it was something <laughs> celebratory. Yeah, we were broke. We're, you know, living the broke life. And it was like it. a cheap, cute gift that I knew he'd appreciate. We want, yeah, we watched it right away. Yeah, I don't know. That's you, our thing. Yeah, if you like us, we kind of like uh, say the words along with everything. 
Yeah, we were watching it today with someone who's never seen the movie before, and it was hard not to say the lines. I wanted them to be able to enjoy it without me saying the line before the line was said, because I know how annoying that could be. Just a little bit. Yeah, pretty but much. But like, wait, since we, a... yeah, we now we both do it, it's like a little different, which is kind of funny. Yeah. So let's, Um, I have something that maybe you don't know. Oh, what's that? So the movie Tip came out in 2004. Okay. It was filmed in September to November 2003. And if you know the movie, the movie is actually the beginning of school, Halloween, Christmas, like prom. Is it prom? Yeah, like the prom thing. So it really was based on like what the school year was looking like pretty much. Like I, you know what I mean? Like they're filming Halloween in October and graduation oh, and like it you know whatever every, like yeah. i felt like the season they were filming in really goes with what the movie was showing because not a lot of people do like a halloween christmas scene like in their stuff like they choose one they don't do both and yeah, yeah it's usually like a big thing at the end like graduation or it's leading up to graduation or prom it's never beginning of school year to like the end of school year well i guess that's not true because you got karate kid I guess that's one. But they don't, yeah. They did do a good job of showing the seasons. Um, yeah, like uh, the school year. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But do you know the origins of uh, Regina's name? Regina George? Yeah. No, I wish I should. I feel like I should know this. If you actually think about the name and who she represents, you might figure it out. Regina George. Regina George is a queen bee, right? You know, she's the most popular. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Regina is uh, Italian, Romanian, and Latin for uh, bee. Oh. Uh, queen, I'm sorry, queen, not bee. Queen. Regina means queen. Regina, yeah, means queen in, uh, in all those languages. Okay. Yeah, did you know that one? No, I didn't know that one. I didn't know that one either. I, you know what? Honestly, I went through all the ones. I was like, I know this one. I, I know about the hot dog. I know about the the, the pink shirt. Um, I know that the character came out gay after. Well, Damien, who played Damien, he actually came out gay like after the uh, movie was dropped, like years after. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I know that Damien actually free-libbed a lot of his um, lines. Well, you know, and they like trusted that he would be able to do that, and I thought that was really cool. He was so good at playing gay, he actually turned gay. In real yeah. life. <laughs> Yo, you're so method crazy. acting, bro. Method right, acting. <laughs> acting was like this is I'm learning so much, so much about myself. This has really opened new avenues up for me. Yeah, I thought it, I loved Damien. That one's he's actually one of my favorite characters. Yo, like I don't know, he was really great. I felt connected to him. He was really funny. And I love hearing that his lines were madly. Danny DeVito, <laughs> I love your work. Yo, you know what's crazy? I've seen that movie 20,000 times, and it took me a while to realize what the heck, who the heck Danny DeVito is. And I love Danny DeVito. I just didn't just know Danny him. DeVito's name. It's just really funny how like, so what you did can you see know a movie from? so much. I don't know. Like He would say that line, and I just wouldn't know what he was talking about. But then if you Google Danny DeVito... You already know what he's talking yeah. about because he's wearing like that leather vest and the white t-shirt, and it's like, oh shit! Like, oh, the old picture of him from Taxi. That picture is like one of the first pictures like that come sem- up when you Google it looks like Danny 70s, DeVito. Right? Yeah, so yeah, when you him Google taxi. him, you know 
it's like, oh shit, Damien hit he it. He was right also on the head. he was also Penguin from Batman. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he's also Sunny. Uh, yes, uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. It's always funny, Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, but um, maybe you didn't know this. Maybe you guys did know this that um, when he sang that his infamous song, not infamous, but the song he sings, uh, "Beautiful" by Christina Aguilera. Yeah. He sang that just in front of his mom. There was like nobody oh, yeah. else. I heard about that on set because he was too like, shy to do it in front of everybody yeah. else. You are beautiful in every that. single way. <laughs> um, I got I got two more, two more, okay. and then we'll move on from this one. Okay. I uh, who did you know that um, Katie was actually played by someone else besides played by or uh, would have been would have been so she was cast. Someone else was casted. As was Katie. it Regina George? No, but you're close. Oh, um, the girl who plays um, freaking Gretchen. No, wait, which one? Wait, is Gretchen the horror or the Toaster Schoodles? I always get the Gretchen. <laughs> Gretchen's Gretchen's Toaster Schoodles, yes. right? Yeah, I love Gretchen. My yeah. dad's the inventor of Toaster Schoodles. I don't think he'll appreciate the way you're talking to me. <laughs> um. No, the other one, Amanda. S- I don't know how to stay say. Fried. I don't. Yeah, stay fried. Stay fried. Stay fried. She was actually. Uh, yeah, she was actually uh, put in the role for Katie, but Lorne Michaels, who is from Saturday Night Live and Big Bang Theory, um, thought he she would have been a better dumb girl, yeah. so they moved her to the dumb girl. Yeah, I mean they were right on the money. They, yeah. She played a really great dumb girl. And I like that she was able to walk away from that role too. It wasn't like not typecasting. Be, yeah, because she did like that yeah. romantic comedy, and then she, she did a lot of did different she, movies. Did she go up for like awards and stuff too? I don't know. I just know that she's like in a lot of different movies after that. I just can't remember off the top of my head. That's how good she was because I really thought she was stupid. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Pretty bad. The they all come off stupid, to be honest. Like except Katie, I guess, just because she's in the mathletes or whatever. Well, I think yeah, that's a. But like I think they like using maturity and um, they painted. I don't know. Stuff. They painted Katie to be smart and everybody else to kind of be dumb. Cause like Rachel McAdams, um, sorry, Regina, Regina George, Queen Bee is her character in the show movie. <laughs> um, and she's like, "Is butter a carb?" It's like, what? I mean, I guess butter. So she, <laughs> butter is a carb, right? Because it's like fat, and fat's a carb, right? Oh, no. Or carbs, sugar carbs, carb? no. Carbs are like uh, bread, pasta, stuff like that. But I thought sugar sugar is a carbohydrate. Yeah. Well, basically, she's like, I'm on an all carb diet, and it's like, oh, she's trying to get back at her for stealing. Wait, what exactly did she do? Oh, she kissed Sam after. So she told, and not Sam. His name is um. Fuck, what's his name? Oh, Samuel. Should I? She kissed uh, Aaron Samuels. Yeah, right. She yeah, she um wanted a plot revenge against her. Made her face smell like feet. Well, it's feet. made it made her smell like peppermint. Yeah, that's not feet. That's made her gain some weight. He could just give her a wagon. If this was nowadays, she would have been like, "Yeah, look at that fat ass right there." Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you crazy? May her get a give her a wagon? Uh, wait, yeah, wait, no, that's a... weird, right? Move, fat ass. I guess that's another way it didn't age well because everybody wants a fat ass now. Yeah, everyone. So wants it's that like wagon. funny. 
Like, oh, you got a fat on. ass. Like, yeah, bitch, you jealous. Yeah, guys want and something. You, you could throw a beer on and ride, ride on through <laughs> to the town. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, I that's funny. I didn't realize that was a way that it didn't age well. Like, everybody wants to ask now. I got a last one. Okay. It has to do with the map that Ina, uh, Janice Ian um, makes for Katie. You know where everyone sits in the cafeteria? Oh, like, uh, here's the Asian nerds, mm-hmm. the cool Asians, varsity jocks, JV jocks, girls who eat their feelings, girls who don't eat anything, black hotties, the best people you'll ever meet, and the worst. Oh, the plastics. Ah. <laughs> um, okay, so it actually has to do with the message. There's a message in the woods above the school. Okay. Do you know what the message says? No, I guess I never checked it out. All right, where is it? It says, make out zone warning. There is sexual activity in these woods. Nice. That's Wait. the last of mine ones anyway. I mean, hope it's consensual. Or that didn't age well either. <laughs> well, I don't know. To say that, oh, was it consensual? Like, did someone say it wasn't cons- consensual? No, I was making a joke. But that's the thing. It's like, oh, was it consensual? Why would I be talking to you about right now? No, like, I mean, I don't know why my mind went there. That's like, oh, part- woods, sexual activity. It's like, well, does that mean that if I step in there, sexual activity is going to be thrown at cusp- me? You're on the cusp of young and older, so you kind of get it. I'm but just wondering saying, if it's a warning. I don't know. I guess maybe it is a or, warning. Or a heads like up. A, oh, I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> oh, like a dark theory? Like that's a I people don't get know. assaulted over there and then I don't know. Like, yo, stay away from there. Bitches get hit by, sorry, excuse my language. People get hit by buses in this movie. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's right. She gets hit by a bus. And she still looks amazing. All right, so I have another point or like a fact that maybe some people didn't know. Um, Tina Fey, she, you know, she plays the math teacher in the movie. She decided to play a math teacher to kind of kill the stereotype that women are terrible at math, which is kind of funny because she's she had had her friend's boyfriend's like she stole her friend's boyfriend's math lessons to make. Well, that's, yeah, so the only math teacher she probably the... knew at the time, so it was like yeah, like I don't, I like I'm actually wondering how much math she actually knew, and it's really crazy to me because Tina Fey comes off like a really intelligent woman. Like I'm wonder if like she does know the math, doesn't know the math. Like maybe is know. that why they made Katie too also really good at math? Maybe because to, to, to kill really the stereotype, yeah. You know what's really funny? Fun fact: I was in like a mathlete situation at my school. We didn't compete mathematically, but it was like we were like preparing. We were like a club that would like prepare to do those like math events. So it was like a club for like really advanced math students, basically. We didn't compete against other schools, but yeah, I it was like the mathletes. I was part of the chess club for a little bit. I did chess too. Chess. (laughs) I did chess too. Yeah. We had different clubs at my school, though. We were like really like diverse. I don't. I'm, I'm. I'm sure we had clubs. I just never checked them out. Like I was stuck at school for so long. I just wanted to go home. Ah, that's whack. I. <laughs> I was like a part of like a lot of things. Well, I mean, I guess some of the things that I was a part of was in college too. So I just really like school. I like to learn. And um, yeah. I you know what? You know what? Scene I, li- I really it gets me laughing every time I see it. Hmm. It's when Aaron um 
kicks the soccer ball and then he walks away and like flicks his hair. I knew what you were going to talk about. It is really fucking ridiculous. So if you see him kick the ball, the ball doesn't really like go hard, fast, far. It just kind of like dribbles down to the goal. And he's supposed to be like the star. Like, is he the star soccer player? I don't know, actually. I guess he's like supposed to be good. It's funny, though. Everybody with that hairstyle flips their hair like that. I have a coworker who has like a hairstyle like that. And he doesn't flip it, but he definitely he does like a flip, but also like a comb. Like his he runs his fingers through his hair as he like. Do you know he got hired as him uh, as the actor for the guy who played uh, Aaron Samuels was hired because he looks like Jimmy Fallon. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> they actually had somebody. I forget who they had like in mind for him before him. But uh, yeah, they decided to go with because he looked like Jimmy I Fallon. I guess I see that a little bit. Like his a, like young, a young yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Wow. I guess it's Tina Fey had a boner for all of them. <laughs> like Alec Baldwin, <laughs> Jimmy Why? Fallon. Why, who, who did she hire that looks like Alec Baldwin? Oh, I just because she worked with him at, in oh. uh, Thirty Rock, which I I like that show too. Actually, have you ever seen that one, Thirty Rock? A little bit, but um, I'm not like a huge fan of it. I'm surprised. That's shocking, actually. Why? You might actually like relate to the Alec Baldwin like. Um, this is a, this is a, I don't think I want to relate to like Hollywood. Yo, he they he got found not guilty. Like I think they're blaming somebody else, like for for killing that lady. Well, for when you, I remember, that's what you're talking about, right? No, I forgot all about that. <laughs> I just remember his character be kind of like a jerk. Well, yeah. Do you know yourself? Like I don't know, man. I mean, I'm a jerk, <laughs> but I'm like a nice jerk. Okay. <laughs> You keep thinking that. No, like, because everyone knows it. Like Some some of our listeners know you in real life. Like, don't be lying to them. I had a co-worker one time <laughs> because I, 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 while I'm at Jerk, I am a smart ass. I'll make jokes. I'll snap on people. For Halloween, I dressed up as a manager and followed him around and just copied his movements. <laughs> um, and he thought he was so cute. It was. It was hilarious because I just stand behind him, you know, putting in numbers like he does and, and like tell people they're doing things wrong and how why they're doing it wrong. But um, <laughs> I remember one time I was uh, messing around with the dish guy and um, he has he's a little a little special needs. Yeah. And, a little bit. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah a little bit. And I had a coworker be like, oh, why are you messing with him like that? Like I mess with everybody. Why won't I treat him the same way I would treat you? And he kind of looked at me and goes, Oh, like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone deserves to be treated the same. It's weird because like um where I work, we have a dish guy who's special too. And I feel like people avoid him because he's special. Yeah, no, I did the opposite. And it's like I mean, I wouldn't go over there and hang out with him all day, but I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna be polite. Yeah. Like if he talks to me, I'm going to talk back. I'm not just going to be like, Ugh, walk away. That's just rude. Yeah. I mean, he seems like he wants to interact with people. Be He's like a like nonverbal, so he can't talk, communicate with people. So all he could really do is like smile and make like little sounds and stuff to you. And like, it's just weird. Like, I know I'm getting a little bit of a tangent, but like, I think it's important to treat people like they're in like air quotes normal. Rather than like, let's ignore them. Yeah, sort of like because they're special. Like sort of how like Katie did at the end of the movie, where she broke up her crown, and then she gave yeah. a little piece to everybody. Like everyone deserves to be beautiful. 
Yeah, she's like, oh, like, I don't know why everybody wants this. Like, what what is this? Like, it's just a piece of plastic. And she shares with everybody. And And so everybody could feel like, yeah. (laughs) Damien was like, (gasps) but yeah, like, so everybody could feel like royalty. And yeah, I mean, it's broken. I don't Uh, know. You can't really wear it. I think it's important. I don't know. With like everything going on in this world, like it's important to be nice to each other. Like the show, I mean, I keep calling it a show, but the movie, like, it just reminds me of how realistic it is. Like, people are are really nasty to each other. And, like, there's, like, girls, like, in the news that get killed by their girlfriends. You know what? Let's get get into another segment. Let's close this one out. Here we go. Speaking of mean girls, let's take a second to talk about some of the crazy stuff that we found out. There are a lot of mean girls out there who lure their friends into danger. What have you found out today? Yeah, so there's a lot of examples, actually. When I thought about it, like mean girls in real life, a lot of shit comes up. Sorry for my language. But um, there was like in the 1980s, there was this girl named Michelle Avila who I guess her friends were, like, jealous of her. She was, like, really pretty. She was, like, this petite girl and stuff like that. And, like, um, she kept getting accused of being, like, a slut, like, hooking up with random people. And I guess, um, so her name is Michelle. Her friend, like, Karen or something like that, she got with her Michelle's ex-boyfriend. And I guess the friend thought, like, oh, Michelle wants to get with my boo. Like, that's her ex, like, whatever. But she was just, like, super friendly with everybody. Yeah, she's just, like, a chill person. Like, everybody like liked her. Homie. Like, everyone wants to chill with her. Yeah, like, just probably very non-threatening, but people get it in their heads that this person can get whatever she wants, and she, you know, whatever. So they set her up, and they're like, oh, she left with these three dudes in a parking lot. But, like, it turned out that that was, like, a lie, and they had actually killed her. She was found in, like, eight inches of water, like, forcibly drowned in water and stuff. Oh, yeah. It was, like, really that. messed up. And, like, it's really sad. Yeah, it, even in the cover-up, they try to make her look like a like they try to slut-shame her. Like, oh, she ran off with three guys. Who knows what three guys could be doing to her right it's now? It's, like, really messed up. Like, I feel like things times have changed, um, and, like, women shouldn't be slut-shamed as much. But I also, I don't know. It's just like a whole thing. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I feel bad for her. Rest in peace, you know. Um, And then there's like, you know, like that Slenderman story. Oh, the inspired, uh, that one, that, that, I don't even want to call her a woman because she was a little girl. Yeah, like they, her two friends, Peyton Lutner, her, her two friends, they were like trying to do a sacrifice for um Slenderman and ended up stabbing her. Like, um, well. Like, Wait, they really thought like Slenderman was real? They really thought Slenderman was real. And they wanted what to sacrifice a person. I don't I don't I have no idea. They wanted to sacrifice a person for Slenderman and they ended up stabbing this girl like nineteen times and yo, she survived. That girl survived. Like Oh, she's still alive? Yeah, but it's just crazy like how they're like they were all good friends. There was like there's like dozens of pictures of them together and everything. Like who would have thought that they would have done this? It reminds me, it's and like I'm, really I'm not, I'm not trying to like you know, um, make it sound less severe than it is, but it reminds me of those girls who go on the tattoo show, and they give the, oh, that's my best friend, 
And then they put like cum dumpster on oh, their back like or something like that. Oh, like that revenge thing. Like, um, but I didn't even because they're like that they were called. like friends. They're best friends. They just happen to be getting tattoos for each other on the show, and they picked it out. It's always like not always, but you know. It's no, I don't catty. think they're friends. I don't think the people are friends on that show. Yeah, the one remember the one with the guys. They were like best friends, bro- brothers growing oh, up. With it's with yeah. Snooki. I thought it was supposed to be, yeah, I thought it was supposed to be, like, some revenge shit. Maybe they do revenge ones, but they uh, they seem like, oh, that's my best friend. You know, yeah, I know, no, yeah, child. it's like you can never really trust who your friends are. Like, in Mean Ever. Girls, they were like, oh, Katie is, like, this girl who has no friends. Like, we're going to befriend her, but Katie's, like, doing her own sneaky shit on the side, too. Yeah, but then. I guess crazy. Then, like, what's you know? her name? Um, Regina tells Aaron that. She writes his name over and over and over. Yeah, book Regina trying to make her look s- like a freak. That's yeah, true. No, weird. yeah. Regina is a sneaky bitch. <laughs> Katie became one too. Gretchen became one too. Um, I think Karen Karen might be the most like innocent thing. out of all of these because Janice Ian wanted to get Dumb back. Are you saying innocent? No, I mean, what kind of revenge did she do? She really doesn't do anything. She's just like she's just there, spaced. Yeah. yeah. Like, she didn't stop the regime, but she didn't really add to the regime. I don't know. Like, I'm really trying to think. This is like unpopular opinion. Karen's the most innocent one. Maybe not unpopular, but yeah. Like, um, I can't really remember if she ever did anything. Yeah, because you could look at Janice Ian, you look at Damien, you look at Katie, Regina, and even Gretchen. They all really tried to do some shit. What did really Because Gretchen was really backstabby, too. Yeah. The moment she even but sensed Caesar that there might have been something wrong, yeah, she's like, her parents don't sleep together. They sleep in the same bed, if that's what she's talking about. Oops. I let something slip. Oh, she's, she's um, cheating on this guy every Wednesday or whatever. And what was that scene where she starts flipping out like, and she wants to kale, uh, stab Caesar? Yeah. Anyway, um, that, that was what the Caesar breaking point. Caesar thinks that he could just walk around with his big feet. But Julius is just as cute as Caesar. Yeah, Julius is just as smart as Caesar. People Julius, totally, totally love Julius as much as they love Caesar. B- Brutus, because uh, Julius Caesar oh. <laughs> and Caesar are the same person. Brutus, <laughs> Brutus my bad. <laughs> we should totally just stab Caesar. And then, yeah, that's what inspired a bunch of people, I guess. <laughs> you hear about Nora Vincent? Nora Vincent. Sounds kind of familiar. Back in 2003, this was a woman who was a lesbian, not trans. She was a lesbian. And she went through uh, these changes. Like She cut her hair. She um, she actually hired a speech coach to um, deepen her voice. Mm-hmm. And um, she was a journalist. So she wanted to like kind of like archive uh, what it's like to be a man for 18 months. Mm. And um, she really like suffered, like not only for the treatment by of her by like other women, but she felt that um, the gender roles placed on men were too suffocating, mm. and that like you know um, like because women put so much on men to do things, and that's only that's only the men that they deem cute enough to have their respect, because if they don't respect you, then they don't treat you well. So it was only like a small percentage of men that the women would treat better, and then but like he she would said that um she hung out with uh, guys and she went bowling, and everyone thought she was gay because she rolled like a girl, 
But everyone was like, oh, good job. You know, they were still like, you know, you could keep doing it. They were supportive. Mm -hmm. And she's like, she was really surprised how she thought men were like very against each other or, um, you know, out for themselves. And she's like, it's just like a giant boy group. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're in a group of guys, you need something. You're you're more unlikely to to get what you need than if you're in a group group of women. And the abuse got so bad that um, she went to depression even after she switched back to her normal self. And um, in as 2000, a woman, she was abused. As when she was as the man for eighteen months, she felt like it was such a, a, a like she got depressed so much so that in two thousand twenty two, with assistance, she committed suicide. Um, Wait, let me. Well, so she transitioned into a man. She didn't transition. She just she was kind of manly looking already, so she used that to her benefit and became a man. Okay. This was before all the, you know, the transgender and the, oh, I'm, I'm this and that. This was just, she was legit trying to get by as a man. Not to trick people, not to, um, she just wants to see the experience from a man's view. Mm-hmm. And. And it made her want to kill herself. After a time, yeah. It, it took like 18 years, 19 years, but um, it started definitely, she said that uh, it started uh, making her very depressed. Which is kind of sad that that. Those are her, you know, women that she thought was cool, like, you know, like, oh, yeah. And now she's a man, and, like, the same women are just, like, horrible to her. That is pretty crazy. I wonder if she was, like, in a different environment, if it would have been better. Like a more supportive environment? Yeah, like, I can see, like, you know, people in Bushwick <laughs> kind of being, like, nice to people like that. Like, maybe not. Maybe I'm, you know, giving them more credit for on Staten Island, yeah, we um when we moved here, we thought um the people were gonna be like a little racist. Um, it has like this uh, I guess the rest of the city sees it as different from the rest of the city. It's seventy percent white on the island. That's the only you know, that's the biggest percentage of white people in the city. Everything is around about thirty to fifty percent. Um, it's the only borough that voted for Trump. And so like we had this preconceived notions here. Because uh, Blue has brown skin that people were going to maybe look at her certain ways. And me and her like fighting in the street. And I walk away. And then some old lady just sitting there staring at us. So Blue turned around and was like, what? And she turned around and she goes, my cat likes you. Yeah, and it turned out like she had her cat on the lawn. And they were both looking at me. She I, was just trying to be nice. Yeah. I think it's just a good idea to, to, to try to look at things from a different perspective because you really don't know. And, like, you, sh- it's if you're a good person to only certain people, then you're not really a good person. You're just being good to people who can help you. If you're a really good person, you help everybody if you can and, and you have the needs to. Well, I'm going to argue that. Let's argue. I think that I'm a genuinely nice person because some people do not deserve kindness and actually being kind to certain people drains me no but that's a true yeah you, no you're right <laughs> so i think that we but actually still... have, to really have to protect nice people yeah yeah that's why i mean you know who to be nice to now you... i do but it's like learning who you can say be nice to and not like really sucks because you want to just be genuinely a nice person but that's not realistic like life some people don't deserve it and protect yourself <laughs> like protect yourself from the mean girls because there's a lot of mean girls it's a jungle out there you know what's funny another thing that i feel like 
about the movie that keeps me up at night a little bit is this one song that comes up at the end of the movie. I don't know what it is. I find it so like relaxing. It's called like Halcyon, Halcyon on and on by Orbital. Or is it Orbital by Halcyon on and on? That's funny. I'm not actually sure. But the song is just so good, so relaxing. And one time I was, my coworker was playing it at work. I'm like, oh, my God, that song comes up at the end of Mean Girls. And he's like, actually, this song comes up on Mortal Kombat. And like, I thought it was like kind of really funny. And that's, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know what song I like? All right. So this has been What Keeps Me Up At Night podcast. If you really like this and you want to reach out to us and you want to maybe yell at us or give us some props, anything at all, please find us on Facebook. It's under Evidence Room. You'll see our What Keeps Me Up At Night logo. And yeah, just shoot us a message. We'll love to hear from you, especially if you're from Michigan. We're looking for you, man or woman. (laughs) You already know we love you. Just yeah, Uh, I'm from Michigan. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> just keep in touch, please. Um, we're also on Instagram under Evidence Room. The Evidence Room 23. The Evidence Room 23. We're on TikTok of what keeps me up nightly. Yeah, check out that TikTok. It's actually really like some mind-blowing facts on there. Like, you'll, I think you'll love it. And then on Twitter, it's what keeps me up SI. Yeah, so we're everywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. <laughs> and um, yeah, like, I hope you enjoyed, like, we just love keeping you guys up. You Thanks know? for joining in. Thank and as always, so check on your friends, man. Stop fucking around. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone deserves love, even you. Yeah. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night, and God bless America.